Zelensky, Trump, and Biden. This blog was first written on 5-4-2022. Zelensky, Trump, and Biden. It wasn't that long ago that Trump, while president, was suspected of putting pressure on Volodymyr Zelensky, Ukraine's leader, to provide information on Biden's son, Hunter, who had held a senior position in a Ukrainian energy company. Trump was suspected of dangling before Zelensky the promise of arms shipments so Ukraine could hold off the better-armed Russian separatists in the Donbass area, a fight being waged since Putin's first invasion of Ukraine in 2014 when he annexed Crimea. The matter led to the first impeachment of Trump. Trump had feared correctly that Biden would end up being his adversary in the 2020 elections and he wanted something he could hold against him. It wasn't long ago either that in a television show, Biden was asked by the host, do you think Putin is a killer? And Biden answered, he's a killer. Contrast that response with the one Trump gave to a reporter on July the 16th, 2018 in Helsinki, Finland. When asked about Russian interference in the U.S. elections in 2016, reporter Jonathan Lemire asked, Every U.S. intelligence has concluded that Russia did interfere. Who do you believe? Would you now, with the whole world watching, tell President Putin? Would you denounce what happened in 2016 and would you warn him to never do it again? To which Trump answered, as Putin stood a few feet away behind another lectern, quote, my people came to me, Dan Coates came to me and others. They said they think it's Russia. I have President Putin. He just said it's not Russia. I would say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. I have confidence in both parties, have great confidence in my intelligence people, but I will tell you that President Putin was extremely strong in his denial today, close quote. Questions and answers as reported by the New York Times and the Washington Post. Ah, yes, the beauty of previously recorded statements. You can't hide from them. So much has happened since then, and so much has made clear that Trump didn't have a clue as to who Putin is. Putin played him. The majority of the American people saw the dysfunction and in November 2020 chose Biden as president by a comfortable majority. It took Democrats and enlightened Republicans to put Biden in the White House. But Trump still couldn't believe it, so he egged on his faithful into the abhorrent assault on the Capitol on January the 6th, 2021, and on democracy itself, claiming the election had been stolen from him. It led to a second impeachment, which also failed, given the slavish followers he still keeps in Congress. In a short period of time, Volodymyr Zelensky has become an admired world figure, while Trump's image has tarnished and is fast eroding. And yet he still has senators and representatives begging for his, for his endorsement. But where would we be if Trump had been reelected? Putin would have invaded Ukraine and taken it over completely. 
Putin might have had the audacity to invite Trump to his coronation in Kyiv. There would have been no strong American leadership to unite the West in opposing Putin, and no arms shipments would have flowed to the Ukrainian resistance. Fox News would have carried on about how far away those people are, and that Russia needs their sphere of influence. And what business is it of ours anyway? Brave Ukraine would still have resisted, but they would have been slaughtered. China would have nodded in approval and accelerated their plans to invade Taiwan since it had become clear that America had lost its nerve. And the world would not be what it is today. Knowledge of character matters. Clear-eyed leadership matters. Building alliances make a difference. Because Biden and his team saw through Putin, he was not fooled by the Russian. His leadership of the West is now ushering in a new era. Ukraine's heroic resistance with the support of the West have exposed Russia's, Russia's military flaws. The prospect of Russia's defeat in this war is now more likely than ever. Ukraine will be rebuilt, become a sterling example of democracy, and a member of the EU and NATO. Russians will have to re-examine why they supported a despot for as long as they did. And yet, here at home, Despite Biden's extraordinary triumph in the world arena, the Democratic Party is expected to lose the midterm elections this November. Go figure. Inflation and immigration are touted as the main reasons. Republicans are rushing to blame inflation on Biden, saying that the COVID assistance he provided was too large and arguing that inflation will not be tamed anytime soon. I disagree. Inflation was inevitable, considering the dimensions of the pandemic. And I don't think it will dampen growth significantly or for as long as others predict. Meanwhile, our status in the world has jumped. And with that comes an economic boost. As to immigration, it has been a recurring issue in our nation. Its benefits are clear to most of us. Keeping ourselves open to the world is essential. The task ahead is to empower Americans who feel they're being left behind. And the only way to do that is to motivate and assist them in becoming more productive and to earn more. The war in Europe will likely be over by the end of the year, if not before, and I'm betting the West will win. It will be a great triumph. Biden and the Democrats need to sell it to the voters because it is a remarkable accomplishment. The fact that the majority in the Republican Party continues to praise Donald Trump is a sign of how destructive blind following is. Holding on to the House and Senate in November is still possible. And Biden and the Democrats deserve a victory. Oscar Valdez, Valdez with an S, OscarValdez.net, Medium.com, Anchor.fm, Buzzsprout, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Thank you and good night.